you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear yourself anymore nope. or no? Everything, uh, everything sounds better now. Amazing. That's, uh, I'm so glad we stopped everything for you. Um, so the Oscars, what were you saying? That all the movies suck? Because that's true. No. I knew, and I told everybody who's ever watching, the eight people that watch on YouTube, that he was going to say that. That all the movies suck, that he doesn't care about them. It's gross. Well, they just weren't very good, the movies. Dune? That have been nominated. Dune was fine, but Dune didn't win a big... It's not up for a huge, huge award. It's up for Best Picture. It ain't gonna never win Best Picture, man. It's, it's leading second behind... Freaking, it has 0.0% chance of winning an Oscar. It got 10 nominations. Yeah, because they paid a lot for it, but it ain't going to win anything. It'll get best visual effects. Nope, that's going maybe to Maybe that's it. No, it ain't going to Spider Man. Spider Man doesn't have good effects. You put old man Tobey Maguire in a costume. How hard is that? And, and, and they put Alfred Molina young, so. Yeah, I don't think that deserves fucking whatever it was sent to the theaters on, let alone anything else. I'll tell you this, Moonfall should be nominated for Best Picture. I still haven't seen it, but how was Man, it? Man, it was the weirdest uh, disaster movie I've ever seen. Uh, do you remember the movie Interstellar? Yes. With, uh, it had Matthew McConaughey, and he yeah. was an astronaut. And, and the only way him. he, the only way he could talk to him, like figure out things, was talk to his daughter in the past through dust at a bookshelf. Do you remember that? Yes. And then it went. He went to the future. She was like ninety, dying. Right. So imagine, like how weird that was in the movie Interstellar, there's a similar oddness in the movie Moonfall. Like, Moonfall contains your normal, like, disaster movie. Yeah. But it's like, it has an added bonus of being the weird part of Interstellar where people talk through dust on bookshelves. Like... There's just a part of it that's so weird that you're like, oh, I don't know that this needed to be in the movie, but oh, okay. It, it, um, I gotta watch other it. Other than that, other than that, pretty good. I mean, the disaster scenes that they did, pretty good disaster scenes. Uh, they kind of ramp up, obviously, more towards the end. I would like to see a few more of them. A couple of them even looked a little cheap, but uh, pretty good overall. You know, they they had a good idea. I don't know what else, what other way to put it, but it was weird. Um, but we saw Jackass too, but we talked about it. Or Jackass, about it. Jackass too. I saw Jackass too. Fifteen years ago, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jackass forever. We saw Jackass forever, but uh, we talked about that. Um, that's it. No other movies. Come in that I'm really too interested. I'm sure you got your eye on some horseshit. Well, the death of the now comes out this Friday. Oh yeah, you get to see Cannibal Army Hammer. <laughs> you remember when people see? Here's what I think. Here's what I meant. I know that there are problematic actors out there, right? Yeah. 
Shia LaBeouf being one of them. And I don't know what Shia LaBeouf did or didn't do, but, like, he's not hidden. You know what I mean? Like, somebody comes out and they're like, Shia LaBeouf was really angry at me and told me if I didn't sleep with him, he'd be mad. And he comes out and he's like, yep, I did that. It wasn't the right thing to do. (laughs) Why can't he just keep acting in fact? Why do we get fucking human wannabe cannibal Army Hammer? Like, in comparison to things, like, would you rather have a problem who under like, would you rather have an actor who understands he's a problem because he's a substance abuse person and, like, has really dark shit from his childhood, but, like, when he's acting, he's just, as long as you got him on set, he's going to do the job you asked him to do. Is that who you prefer on your set, or would you prefer Army Hammer who's going to look like a normal dude, but then he's going to leave and he's going to DM women saying, I want to suck your blood or eat part of your skin because I want to get off on being a cannibal. Like, no kink shaming if that's your thing, but who would you rather be on set with? Shia LaBeouf. That's what I'm saying. So why is Shia LaBeouf can't get get a gig no more, especially when he's so fucking funny? But but I don't think and great. Get another gig for a while. Oh, no, Army Hammer ain't getting shit. But I'm just saying, why was there ever a world where Army Hammer was getting cast and things when we have a Shia LaBeouf? Because at first they didn't know he was doing this. He was well, a baby driver. And you love Baby Driver. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I don't have a... Kevin Spacey did awful things, but can I still enjoy oh, his shit. work? I didn't even think of Kevin Spacey and Army Hammer in the same fucking movie. <laughs> and and the main baby driver is also, uh, he's brought up on charges. Somebody says that he sexually assaulted somebody, too. See, that's what I'm saying. If we just have one actor that's real good, that's problematic, we can just keep it Shia LaBeouf, and he just gets all of it. You know what I mean? Like... We don't need Army Hammer. We don't need Ansel Angora. We don't need Kevin Spacey. We just need Shia LaBeouf. Well, they took him out of the poster, did you see? And the I saw. I understand, but he's still in the movie. Every time he shows up, I'm going to have to make some kind of pun about how he meant to eat somebody. <laughs> I guarantee you there's lines that people will be able to be like, heh, and then he ate her. Was Army Hammer in, in Baby Driver? I don't think so. No, he wasn't. No, I don't wasn't. know what you said, Baby Driver. Yeah. I didn't I didn't correct you. I was letting you have your moment. No, 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 no. I meant um I what I meant to say was the other guy. What's his name? The guy from West Side Story. I don't know who you're talking about. Min Manuel Miranda. Story. The main baby driver. Ansel Agor, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that's who I meant. Yeah, he's got problems too. About Shia LaBeouf and... should play him. Shia LaBeouf could have played a quiet car driver missing the tooth with a scar over his eye. <laughs> I'm just saying, Shia LaBeouf could have done it. We already know his demons, and we're cool with him Shia because he's a good actor. Anyway, well, what I was saying was, remember when, like, as a joke, people made jokes about Shia LaBeouf being a cannibal. There's that song. Do you remember that? Yeah. Actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf. I love that song. I still listen to it. 
occasionally. Um, but yeah, it, uh, he should do everything, and all these other problematic actors should be gone, especially Army Hammer. So, so like, you're not gonna go see Death of the Now? No, I'll see it because I like the Agatha Christie style movies. Yeah. Um, I like. You know, I watched the original Death on an Isle, and I thought that was good. I like um, Kenneth Branagh as her Poirot. I got to say it like that because it's all stupid, stupid, and you got to say it that way. But I like his portrayal of it. I think Knives Out does the genre better than Agatha Christie's, which is crazy because she invented it. Yeah. But I think I think Knives Out elevated it to a place that I hope Death on an Isle goes to because I don't know. I just hope it gets there. Like the first Agatha Christie thing they did with the one on the train, it was good. But again, in comparison to like Knives Out, it was not as powerful. The the one on the train, I have not seen that one. Is that like a part of this one? Uh, it's not directly related necessarily. Um, the idea is that that story also covers the investigator uh, Herc Poirot. He's like the guy who's the investigator. So yep. in the train one, he's there and he's investigating and on this one, he's on the boat and investigating. So it's more just like, like... It's almost like a sequel. Kinda. It's like a continuation. Uh, it's uh, What do you call stupid things about taking place in the same universe. universe. Shared universe. Ah, it's a, it's a it, shared universe. Is I it guess, a multiverse or is it a shared universe? Uh, I wouldn't... So technically, I guess, if you had to combine all Agatha Christie movies, they would be a multiverse because all the actors have been played by different people and they've remade original movies as well. So those would be different characters yeah, that are the same. Train movie. God damn it. Anyway, well, I think, yes, I think that you are correct. It's a multiverse shared universe of her Poirot movies. Everything's a multiverse now. I mean, if you put everything in dumb Marvel terms, yeah. Dumb? You don't have to say dumb. I mean, it's just a good descriptive word. In Marvel terms. Uh, Marvel's stupid. And I hope they lose every Oscar they were nominated for. They're going to win VFX. They're going to win shit. They should win biggest prize for being douchebags. If if Spider-Man doesn't win it, it's going to be Chang-Chi. Because he wore a couple of bracelets. You think bracelets deserve to win an award? Yeah. They're the, they're the rings. The ten rings. False. False. Ten rings. False. And, and, and talking about movies, I saw another movie. What movie? The 355. How was it? I haven't watched it yet, and I probably never will. I thought it was good. Uh, we're not going to say great. I gave it a seven. I did not like the ending. The ending was a little bit like too, like, eh. It could have been way better way to kill them. 
You don't care if I spoil it, right? I don't care. Spoiler alert. You're the one who's always concerned about spoiling shit for Spoiler people. Spoiler alert. Well, Jessica Chastain is like the main girl. And then there's uh, the other girl. She's blonde. She's from the London. I don't know her name. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o. I, I don't want to butcher her name right now. <laughs> I think you had it right. Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Is, the, is like the tech savvy girl that knows how to do all her uh, computer work. Oh, so it's Ocean's Eleven minus quite a few people. Kind of. And then there's um, the one who's married to Javier Bardem. Uh, that lady, she, she's also up for an Oscar. Let me see. What's her I name? I don't know who's married to Javier Bardem. I, I don't know that I've... I don't know that I knew Javier Bardem was married. No? I just uh, assumed that he was a cool bachelor living out his best life. Like, No, he's like, married. I am Javier Bardem, and I am here to woo your women. That was my Javier Bardem. So you should know who it is, because there's only like three Hispanic girls. Besides Sofia Vergara. Besides... Uh, that pride is only to the Hispanic, Latin, X, or Latinx community. Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. Got it. Penelope, Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz in the movie. But she's only a therapist, so she's along for the ride. She's not even, like, an assassin. And there's a part which is fucking crazy. Oh, and uh, the Winter Soldier's in it. I forgot his name right now. But uh, he's the bad guy. Well, that was enough reason for me not to turn in. Well, no, he was. He played a pretty good bad guy, but uh, there was a scene where they like they get caught because they're trying. You know, there's like a device that's gonna kill the whole world. You know, spy movies, stupid. Yeah. Stupid shit. So um, the girls uh, had it, so they were trying to hack it and see, or or like trying to see what what was going on with it. They found them, and there's these. The families, you know, at the houses. Yeah. Lupita Yangas, whatever her name is, uh, husband, right in the freaking head. They shot him in the head. And they were about to kill the kids. It was intense. It was an intense little scene. They should have killed them kids. Fuck them kids. But they gave him the, 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 they gave, uh, what's his face? The Winter Soldier guy, they gave him the thing so they won't kill the kids. But at the end, like, so they fought, they kicked his ass, they recovered it. Everything was good. But at the end, they were still wanted because, you know, they killed the main boss, I guess. So they they were working in the dark, get it? Right. So they, they're like a special group now called the 355, whatever. Gotcha. But at the end, the one who betrayed him, which was the Winter Soldier, he never got caught that he was a bad guy because everybody thought he was dead, but he said he was captured. And he went back to work as a CIA, but they went to his house and they just poisoned him, and that's how he died. Gotcha. Like, what you described sounds like the most boring movie ever. No, it was, it was exciting. <laughs> it was ex- the, the, the first two acts were exciting. The final act sucked. Wow. Like any movie any movie with a poor ending is not worth watching from the, the the ending I didn't like. I was just like waiting for something huge or like, oh they're gonna leave it open for a second one. Nah, you got poisoned, you're about to die. But the oh but wait, there's a twist. He didn't die. 
They said that he was gonna numb him and he was gonna go to jail overseas for the rest of his life. Oh uh, man. So yeah, well, that sounds like a waste of time to watch. So that's why I point. gave it like a seven. I'll give it a seven. It was just that. seven's pretty good. Seven because I, I liked the whole movie up to that point. But if I could do that with Dune where I could just watch it all the way. Fuck, I can't fucking watch Dune. Tired, long, long watch. I've been falling asleep every time I fucking watch it. It's been like five times. I fall asleep right in the middle. I hear Batista say the same fucking line and scream at the boss. Why is he taking advice? But then why don't you start it from that position the next time you watch it? And then it's like watching the whole thing. Because I want to watch the whole thing. Yeah, but you're, you're aware that you're incapable of it. I did that with the 355, by the way. But Dune is like, I actually want to Dune see the is whole okay thing. to watch in two parts. I don't know that you need to commit to watching three hours of film outside of a theater at home. I don't know that it can be done. Too much shit that happens in three hours at home. We were trying <laughs> to watch fucking Nightmare Alley, talking about a snooze fest. I went and I cleaned my bathroom instead. I was like, this is more fun than Nightmare Alley. So you don't think I'll win Best Picture? I didn't say that. I mean, movies that win Best Picture fucking suck most of the time. But uh, I don't know. Nightmare Alley is not about a whole fucking lot. I'm sure it'll be the year of the dog with Benedict Cumberbatch. I've not seen that movie. I've been hearing a lot about it. That one ain't colder. I'm sure that one and Coda and everything else will be the ones. But nothing you've heard about will win awards because they never do. That won't win an award. What about maybe Will Smith? Maybe, but it depends on how much money they want to pay. I don't think Will Smith will win it because he has to go up against fucking Andrew Garfield and Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, Andrew Garfield and Tick Tick Boom. Uh, he would win a Tony for that kind of acting, but not an Oscar. And then Denzel is in it also. Denzel never gets the respect that he deserves. The tragedy of Macbeth until he's re- retiring or dead. Did you did you see that movie? What? The tragedy of Macbeth. No, no more movies. I'm so bored by movies because nothing good is ever at them. <laughs> uh, we got the Super Bowl coming up. Without giving too much, who's gonna win? I need to answer it in two parts. Who do I uh, want to win? Fucking A. And who I think is going to win. It wasn't the question of who should win. The question was who do you think is going to win. In that you could say, I think Zadana should win, but I'm picking them because I think this will happen. That's well, how you can say that That's what I was going to get to. It's just hard to say it because that team beat the Niners and I hate it. And I want, want the, the Rams to win. I want the Rams to win because they're in LA, and I want LA to get the championship because it's a California team anyway. But I think the Bengals will win. Why do you think the Bengals will win? They have the better quarterback out of the two, and right they have the better receivers. Do they have the better defense? Maybe not, but they could. They if they could beat the Chiefs with that fucking powerful quarterback, his fucking throwing hand is fucking. 
He's gonna be like the next fucking uh, not Montana because he's old. Brady. Why? Wow. I, oh, I hear it. I believe that the Bengals are going to lose. Yeah. I believe that the Rams will win the Super Bowl. They will win it by a very small margin that won't pay out any bets in Vegas. But they, I believe the Rams will win. And that'll be good for California, for L.A. Yeah, and then the next day everybody gets to take off their mask. And then the Rams will go fucking disintegrate. And then next year the fucking Niners will come back with Trey Lance and kick everybody's ass. Unless we get you know Rangers, and then we'll destroy everybody. You know what's awesome about the Rams making it to the Super Bowl the first year at this stadium? What? That it essentially has killed the Chargers. Chargers? Like, they never even had a chance at that fucking stadium. But, that, but I'm saying not even that they had a chance, but now who does SoFi Stadium belong to? When they're on the when they're when they're talking about the Super Bowl this year, what team are they going to talk about plays at SoFi Stadium? They're going to talk about how the Rams play at SoFi Stadium. The Chargers like when it's like when they opened Giant Stadium and Jets had to play there, and the Jets, Jets Stadium, like, we by play the way. here too, and they're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" That's, <laughs> that's Jets Stadium. No, it ain't Jets Stadium. Oh, it's yeah. never been Jets Stadium. It was always Giant Stadium. Then it was the Meadowlands. And that was only to briefly appease the fucking Jersey fucks. The Chargers are the fucking football version of the Clippers. Yeah. I'll give you that. I mean, well, there was that time where everybody in L.A. got super uh, horny for the Clippers. So Yeah, but they never won a championship. So. Yeah. Oh. When you go there, yeah, uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Crypto.com arena, so stupid. I know. Um, I'll be coming to your place to watch it, and you got tickets? No, I didn't do it. I didn't do tickets, and I didn't want to be in the halftime show. I got plenty of things about it. And I don't know that I won't get tickets yet, to be honest. I mean, work is still uh, – they still have tickets to raffle this week. Yeah. I won't know I won't know until Thursday. Uh, but um, if I get a ticket, then that will be what I do instead of anything. But one of the things that I do is I come to your house every year until the year that I go to the Super Bowl. And – I make two items that you want to have, but this year I only mentioned that I'm making one of them. Yeah. So uh, I make a meatball, like a pre-frozen meatball thing with a grape jelly and chili sauce mixture for anybody out there who wants the recipe. You take a big jar of grape jelly. You take a jar of chili sauce. You mix the two in a hot pan and you cook it on medium for a long time until you are happy with it and you throw the meatballs in with it. And then after the game is over, you check for your diabetes. You definitely have diabetes if you eat it. And then I also used to make like little hot dogs and eat barbecue sauce. I would just bake them until the barbecue sauce like bake onto the hot dogs, which was quite possibly the most unhealthy thing. It was essentially like just caramelizing hot dogs with barbecue sugar. Yep. 
So, I mean, tasty. They're both freaking good, so. Yeah, but not, not neither one is healthy. And for many, many years, I would eat those with you. And this year, I won't. But what we will enjoy is hashtag not sponsored uh, Applebee's uh, spinach artichoke dip and wings, which if you go to Applebee's on Super Bowl Sunday, you spend a certain amount of money to get them wings for a cheaper price. We're not sponsored by them, so. Not sponsored, but if you don't buy them hot wings, Jason doesn't have a job, so you gotta buy them hot wings. Talking about Super Bowl still, let's transition over to commercials real quick. What do you think of this? Uh, I don't, I, I some of the teachers are ready. I don't even want to to watch them. I know that they're out there. I don't care if the surprise the room for me. Shut them down because you cannot even talk. You sound like a robot. First of all, they came out in the news. I get it, but I don't watch the news. You know why? Because the news is a fucking liar. <laughs> Everything on the news is presented with bias. There's no actual straight fact news. If you go on to the, if you watch the news, it's never like. There's traffic today in L.A. because there was an accident at, you know, whatever, Route 12 things and this. There's none of that. It's like, today, a robbery occurred, and we're wondering why this person did it. Are they homeless? Are they angry? Like, we don't need fucking editorializing. If you're going to tell me informational news, tell it to me. And I'll tell you another thing. The ads of private companies are also not news. <laughs> Sorry, I'm angry. I'm angry, and I'm angry. So you're not gonna watch day. the commercials. I watch the commercials during the actual show. That is when I will commit to watching the commercials. There is a Seth Rogen and uh, Ant Man commercial. Awesome. Who cares? For Lays. Awesome. Who cares? And there's a lot of Cheetos commercials. I'm sure there are, and I'll I'll see them. If and when they occur while watching the Super Bowl. 
Although, if you're watching on Peacock, who knows what commercials you'll see. That is true, huh? Yeah, Peacock's just going to keep playing that stupid fucking sound. I don't even know how to do it, but it's awful, that sound. I mean, it's better than pure silence, but that song has got to be stopped. Are we going to live stream the Super Bowl? Here's what I think. I would, but, and I'm saying this nicer cause in case they listen, people are going to visit during the middle of it. No. Yes. No, I don't have no you one coming. Been over the last two years, and they did. Yeah, I don't have no one coming this year. I know, but you for the last two years you said you didn't, and they did. No, for the last two years I told you I did. Philip was coming. They ain't coming this year. Then Why my not? Cousin, he has. They get, they're gonna have company over. And what about your other cousin? What about your brother-in-law? He's gonna have people over, and if those people don't show up, he's going to Disneyland. Who's going to do his reservation if he's not there? He already has a reservation. I know. Who's going to take his reservation if he's not there, I'm saying? Oh, no. He'll find out by Saturday. He has to cancel by Saturday if he's not going. Oh, uh, well, well. All right, fine. Well, I'm still angry about it. I, I, I was mad that the last two years people were there. Yeah. No one's come. I don't. Yeah, no one's going to show up this year. No one we wants started... to be Unless it was the 49ers, I would have had my cousin over. But yeah. I don't think he wants to, he cares about the Rams and Bengals. No. Well, I thought he would come over anyway. That's what I'm thinking. Nah. Because I heard out uh, today from people that he's going to be having people over. All so. right, cool. And he didn't fucking invite us? What the fuck, man? Yeah. And if they're watching the video, they could come over. I ain't, I, I'll be here. Yeah, I'm not even mad. I'm I'm asking like, fuck. Last two years, I cooked for you, your, your family, and everybody else. So you have a fucking decency to uh, call somebody up and say, "Hey, you want to come over and watch the fucking Super Bowl?" <laughs> fuck all of them. <laughs> Never again, man. Never again. See what I'm saying? People bullshit. <laughs> anyway, um, what else is there out there in the world right now? Uh, well, stay, staying in the same theme of football, what's up with that convention center thing? I don't know. It looks boring. Did you see it no. online? So you can wait an hour to hold the Super Bowl trophy. Then you can do like a 40-yard dash and kick a ball through the uprights Ooh, if you want to wait in line with a bunch of kids who you're definitely taking the opportunity from. Yeah. Then they have, like, a lot of photo spots, like, where you could, like, put your head on a body of a player from your favorite team. So there would be, like, a 49ers one that has, like, a jersey and the pants, and then you put your face on it to take a photo. But if you're not with people, you can't. How, like nobody's there to take a photo of you except for a stranger, and in LA that means your phone is as good as stolen. That, that's that's uh that's called uh, Photoshop, also. Yeah, you just put your head on it. So, I mean, it doesn't take. That's what I'm saying. It's like lame in general, overall. It's like. So what you're saying is that WWE access was way better than the freaking NFL experience. I'm saying that. The WWE access was themed for the sad adult, 
but the NFL one is themed for the energetic young kid and not the sad young adult. (laughs) Sad young adult. I'll tell you, when we went to WrestleMania and all the other stuff, people, me including, were on their worst behavior. What? Like, I remember, Mikey, I don't know what age he was, but, like, we came out of, I think, NXT, and, like, I don't know if somebody was, like, burning a John Cena in effigy, or they were just, like, screaming, fuck John Cena, or so I don't know what they were doing, but it was generally, like, far too rowdy, and I imagine LA is the same. Speaking of, uh, why hasn't anyone from San Francisco or San Francisco uh, fans learned that when you go to an LA stadium, don't talk shit. An LA fan will beat you into a coma and you will die. How many times do we have to send that fucking warning? Yeah. I mean, seriously, you saw that, right? The 49ers fan got hit, and I don't know if he's in a coma or died. They induced him into a coma, I think. And... Well, either way, once again, a San Francisco 49er fan, and it's not the 49ers fan. I don't mean it like that. What I mean is that if you walk into an NRA meeting in the middle of the NRA meeting and you, sell, and you yell, guns are fucking stupid, and anybody with a gun as a two-inch penis, if one of them gets up and points a gun at you, that's a little bit on you. You know what I mean? But the guy... Like, the guy you have who to understand him, the risk. The guy who hit him claims that um, the 49er guy started it, and he, he was just self-defense. Either way, it doesn't matter. The point is, is you're a San Francisco fan and you're coming to L.A. to support San Francisco. Slow your roll or you end up in a coma. That's that's the moral of the story. There doesn't need to be any other. He started it. They did this. It don't matter. The guy said the Dodger dog was gross and he got fucking killed. This other guy was probably like the 49ers deserve to win and he wasn't wrong. And he got fucking into a coma. So that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's it's just it's a it's a fucking known warning. If you go outside without a mask, you might get COVID. <laughs> Again, it's just a warning. It doesn't mean you're gonna. But if you come to LA and you're supporting San Fran, I got to say, there's a higher likelihood that you wake up in a, or you don't wake up and you're in a coma than not. There's, there's a bigger chance of that here than anywhere else on the country. And this is San Francisco Giant fans also? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Any San Francisco fan. If you're a fucking Sacramento Kings fan and you're coming to L.A. to support them, Shut your goddamn mouth, because somebody there will beat you and put you in a coma because people in L.A. got too much other shit going on. They can't handle basic fucking ribbing. (laughs) If you're a Raider fan and you're coming to California. Ah, well, you can defend yourself. (laughs) If you're a Raider fan coming to L.A., uh, we're scared of you. Fucking you are the problem. (laughs) Shit. 
<laughs> we need protection from Raiders. That was a sneak. We got him on that. all sides. We got him in Oakland. We got him in Vegas. We got him in L.A. We got Raiders fans everywhere here. <laughs> and I'll tell you, every person that has ever beaten up a San Francisco person, I guarantee you likes the Raiders. A little bit, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because all criminals. So, that was our football talk for today. Uh, are you going to get predictions right now of what's the score, or are you going to leave it up for Thursday? I score or not, I don't care about scores. I don't think I think that they won't cover the spread. I think it'll be a three-point game. I think that I think that I think the Rams will win by three. You think the Bengals will win by three? We'll see who is right. I don't think the Bengals win by three. I think the Bengals win by ten. Uh, well, good. That's nice. I think that the best thing is going to be the halftime show. That is going to be the best thing because I grew up with that freaking group. I mean, it's in a, it's in the backyard of where it grew up. Like Inglewood is synonymous with that scene. Like Inglewood, Compton, they're next to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no. you've never had a place closer to South Central Los Angeles be the home of something. You know? Yeah. And I hope that they. I think that they'll do a very good job. You got Eminem, you got Dr. Dre, you got Snoop Dogg, you got Mary J. Blige, you got Kendrick Lamar, and you got every other fucking amazing talent that has ever worked with Dr. Dre at his disposal. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's no rapper that is not possible to show up. Ice Cube. Oh, Ice Cube. Yeah, he's already there. I don't, I don't even think that was a question. But they didn't mention him. But he'll They didn't mention him, but all of NWA will be there, including Eazy-E's son. Um, it, it'll, I think it'll be the most amazing fucking thing that they've ever put on at the halftime show, in my memory, anyway. It should, uh, start, off with, it should start off with Eazy-E. On a video, yeah. the videotron, or as a freaking no, they, they no, won't it'll start. It'll start with Tupac and California Love. That'll be that'll be nice too. That's what it's gonna start with. It's gonna talk about. It's gonna start with California Love. But would it be a would it be a uh, hologram? Maybe. I mean, they got the money to make a hologram. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? I mean, they've had the Tupac hologram other places. So they got to we'll be see. quick with it. They got to be quick with it. They can't just be. Yeah. No, it'll it'll be a short thing. But I don't. I think it would just be a video montage talking about L.A. and then he does his thing. And then they'll go into but, the modern, huh? It'll start like old school and then go modern. Yeah, that's my thought. I. But I. I mean, I think it'll still be one of the best ones, even if. Just for the God, like man. classicness of the songs that are involved, you know what I mean? Like it's just a classic fucking group of music. There's, there's, they've just, they've got a good set to start with, you know. Oh, it's like so many songs you could pick. California Love, they got yeah. Um, I see. Could do his uh, it was a good day. 
I think that's what he'll do when he kind of shows up for his secret, you know? Yeah. And then we but. got that 10. Got, oh, man. Westside Connection. Bow down. Fuck. I don't know that they'll do too many. Yeah, I they think they're going to stick to the hits, man. I think they're going to stick to the hits. Maybe a medley of some other stuff, but we'll see. But I think I think it's going to be exciting, and I think it's going to be one of the best uh, shows that they've done in a really long time. Uh, as far as memorable halftime shows, i got to say, I think the last one that – the last two that I honestly remember are Prince in the Rain and Michael Jackson were, like, the only ones that I was like, oh, these were really good spectaculars and use of the halftime show. Everything else has been weird and odd since MTV took over, and now this year they're not in charge of it. And I, I think it's going to be good. I can't believe you didn't mention Janet Jackson. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to do. <laughs> but it didn't work, and that's enough. Like, that's enough to say about it. They were trying to do something that didn't work. I don't know what the fuck they were trying to do, but it didn't work out. And that's okay. It's okay that it didn't work out. Um, she doesn't deserve all the hate that they got, and it wasn't a big deal. It was just a boob with a little bit of covering on it. It's like barely a nipple. And the country lost its collective mind and went on a whole different course of human history since then. And uh, it's, not a, it's not a happy time in our nation's history. Um, but I am excited to see. I think it'll be one of the better ones. I think that the songs are classic enough. I think that they've got enough power and excitement. And I think it's going to be a really good halftime show. And I'm looking forward to it. I always look forward to the Super Bowl in general. I think it's one of the few times that the United States is focused on doing one kind of idea thing, or at least operating in a world dedicated to it. Like, not everybody watches the Super Bowl, but, like, the guy who delivers pizza has to deal with it because he has to work that day you know what i mean like yeah there's a lot of stuff if you don't watch the super bowl you still know the ads come out and it's like it's also the time where they announce all the new movies for the year for people to get excited about you know like that's what i'm it's, a, it's a zeitgeist it's like a, it is a moment in our nation's history each year where it feels like one of the largest groups of people get together to focus on one thing and that's a very cool thing, and it's not something that happens often, especially with the way that we are as a people. You know what I mean? Like, all the division, even in the beginning part of the fucking show, like when Donald Trump was interviewed before the the Super Bowl every year. So many people saw it, and they would debate it and yell it and say all these things, but it was this time where everybody saw it. You know what I mean? The President of the United States could make an announcement any other day on television, and I would never see it. But on Super Bowl Sunday, I see it with all the other 50-plus million people that are watching that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is, that's something that 
should be celebrated. And I, I buy into it whenever it happens in the country. Whenever we are, I mean, fuck even something as stupid as WrestleMania. WrestleMania, when it happens, is the largest convergence of all wrestling fans. Not just the ones that like the thing you like, but all wrestling fans are tuning in for this one event to share this moment and a thing that you enjoy. That's awesome, and that should be celebrated, and I support the fuck out of that, and that's why I love the Super Bowl so much. Speaking of WrestleMania, since we're changing now, well, this is the last topic anyway, because I'm at my first errand place, so I have to disconnect my phone and go in and put the whole thing. So, wrestling, and then we're done. Yeah. First of all, this before I get to WrestleMania main event, this freaking Joker Tony Khan says he's gonna have a huge, a huge signing tomorrow. Yeah, he hired the Bearcat. A huge signing tomorrow. Yeah, he's actually large. Off, his name is, by the way, this will be his, his only name chance. is Bearcat Lee. This will be his only chance to beat Raw. AW is your only chance to beat Raw because Raw scored his lowest numbers on Sci-Fi. Uh, a million, uh, was it a one point thirty-five something like that? Oh yeah, yeah. My my prediction is the following: It's not just one; it's multiple. Number one, it's going to be Keith Lee. Me, I am. Number two and three. Number two and three is going to be Karrion Cross and Scarlett Boudreaux. And Mia Yim. Mia Yim won't make her debut on the same week. Then, at the same time, uh, Jeff Hardy will be teased on CM Punk shoes. Jeff Hardy's about to leave anyway. Yep. Uh, I think that they'll make jokes about WWE and Shane McMahon. And I think that they will also have a New Japan or a GCW signing. I'd love to see Matt Cardona show up on AEW and still be an asshole. <laughs> I like his asshole character the most so far. That's all right. Because those of you got Goldberg back. Thank goodness for that, man. I hope everybody loves the same match that they've had every single year for the last seven years. Hey, do you know how many times uh, in the last seven years Brock Lesnar has fought Roman Reigns? Three times. That's false. In the last seven years, at pay-per-views, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar have fought 70% of the time. That's three times. That No. 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 False. You can look it up on Reddit and see the little background for each time they fought, and it's sad. I'm going to look it up right now. Hey, listen, as long as we get that Cesaro-Sheamus feud going again, that's all I really care about. That way... Maybe Ricochet versus Finn Balor. That'll be cool. <laughs> put <laughs> put uh, what's his face? Sheamus versus Cesaro, and then they, they could uh, team up again. I support Shane McMahon 
also, by the way. Leaving? He was he was mad. He was mad because they took Seth Rollins out of the Royal Rumble, but that was the only time he had to set up beef with Seth, uh, with Seth Rollins was during the Royal Rumble. His whole thing was that he was going to fight Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, and just like every other part of the Royal Rumble, he was told that he couldn't start a beef because they took him out of it. And that was the Royal Rumble's biggest issue was that they didn't start any feuds, any beefs, anything with the Royal Rumble. They had two people come out that the second they were out, you went, oh, they win. And then the matches were over. They did the same thing for both matches, but who built the tension? Uh, Fucking uh, Kofi Kingston got pushed off the top rope and smacked into a barrier like uh, Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens has nothing to do with fucking Kofi Kingston right now. How the fuck does that happen? You need to build fucking feuds in the Rumble. That's the whole point of it. Uh, Charlotte and uh, fucking Ronda at least tried and started that. But it but doesn't make the only ones who were allowed it. I understand why they put, first of all, frickin' WWE, eight matches between Brock Lesnar and frickin' Roman Reigns. Eight matches. Really? I just looked it up. Yeah, it's not a shock, man. It's a fucking Second of, of all, matches. Ronda Rousey got beat by frickin' Becky Lynch. They have the whole storyline set. Why the fuck does she go after Charlotte? I'll, I understand why, why it's the biggest main event. But in storyline mode. I'll tell you why. Because when Brock Lesnar fights uh, Roman Reigns title for title, they're going to do that same bullshit with Ronda Rousey for the title for title against Becky Lynch. Or they're going to just have a three-way. Whoever wins, wins all titles. I don't know. I think that would be... She's fighting Lita after Lita. What else? Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's phasing out time. Anyway, well, pitch your shit, and then we're done, man. First, uh, one more thing, Crown Crown Jewel. Are we gonna Are you gonna watch that live? No, I'm not gonna watch it live. I don't know. I don't live on Saudi Arabia time. It's at nine a.m. here. Nine a.m. on what day? Saturday. Yeah, never. <laughs> Saturday at a nine a.m. I'm gonna. Uh, barely be waking up, let alone or driving. I'm not going to be fucking stupid. (laughs) Stupid WWE. I'm glad Saudi Arabia pays you so much money you don't give a shit about America anymore. (laughs) Oh well. I hope uh, Sami Zayn continues his streak of not going to the place. Kevin Holmes is not going either. Ah, KO. Who's going to fight Johnny Knoxville over there then? <laughs> no anyway. one is. I think they're going to have it for WrestleMania. I think so, too. All right. Uh, you can contact Michael at Mikey's Adventures YC on everything, but Mikey's Adventures on YouTube. Um, right. hit, up, hit up his Patreon. There's nothing there, but keep. You know, feel free to pay for it. I don't it. have that yet. I mean, it's there, but I don't have it. I don't have nothing there. It's there. Pay for it, but there's no content. I'm not paying for it. No, people pay for it. 
No one's that's paid for it. That's the idea of the Patreon. I understand. That's what I'm saying. That's the idea. You put things started, up there. And I need to start setting it up. I need to start setting it up. I just don't have the time. We're working everything. Well, well but that's what I'm saying. Is do it. Put it up there. All right. That's it for now. We'll talk some other time. Bye. We'll talk time. So that's it for the podcast. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> yes. Later. Bye, everybody. You see, now that's going to make me angry because you always ask that, but I'm the one always waiting for you to fucking connect because you got to set up a fucking ring light and a camera and you got to get chargers and wireless microphones to work, even though I give you a full half hour fucking head start. Yeah. And it was Arena's fault because she wanted me to hook up the Hallmark channel on her room. But at no point did you say, hey, I'm just doing a thing. Lorena needs to do I did tell you that. I said, give me a minute. And then I did. I gave you fucking 15 of them. Yeah. And now I'm here. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast right here on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcast. That's on the podcast here on YouTube. You're watching me right now. So there you go. How's your day going? Uh, awesome. You don't sound enthusiastic. That's not accurate. It's busy, busy times, man. Uh, busy times at the hamburger stand. Uh, people have left, and there's a lot of work, and uh, I gotta reprogram websites and stuff. Eh, whatever. I won't complain too much. There's plenty of other worse things going on in my life than that. Uh, how about you? How's things in your neck of the woods? Pretty good so far. I did watch The Mandalorian yesterday, which was a great episode. And then in yes. the morning, I watched The Peacemaker, which was a way better episode. Oh, man. Peacemaker's so good. I did see it today. I watched it right before Wait. I did it. Wait, did I say The Mandalorian? <laughs> I know what you meant. And who gives a shit? If it furthers the story of the Star Wars story you're like, who gives a fuck when they show up where? Just be happy that the thing that you like is represented on the internet. Was it, That's was the it, most unifying, nicest thing I'll ever say about Disney. Cat Bane showed up. I don't, I don't care. He is a Stone Cold killer. He killed Raylan Williams. Was it Raylan? What was his name on the Justified? Raylan... Given? No. Raylan Givens. Yeah, Raylan Givens. He killed Raylan Givens, or so we think. Well, that's what Raylan Givens gets for being a sheriff and everything. If you're going to be a sheriff, you're going to get fucking killed at some point. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> yeah. He's my favorite because he's always an asshole. And he's especially an asshole with Conan O'Brien. And he's an asshole in, in uh, Star Wars. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, even, like, on TV shows and stuff. Yeah. They'll be like, so, did you get into this character of being a lawman? And he's like, don't ask dumb questions. <laughs> like, that's the level of celebrity he is. He's like, he talks back, and he's kind of a dick. You know, I recently saw these Scream movies again. 
I didn't know if he was a you're, too. Because you're weird and obsessive uh, person that has to see everything that came out when a new thing's coming out. Yeah, I want to refresh my memory. I haven't seen him in a longest time. So I said, let me watch all the Scream movies. And he was in the second one. A lot of people were in those movies. Yeah, a lot of people were in those movies. Jamie yeah. Kennedy was in those movies. Ah, uh, Jamie Kennedy. He, uh, his, his, his star shone too bright. Uh, for people who are listening, which is no one, by the way, no one's listening anymore. We had oh. our highest, yeah, like, three plays, but I gotta imagine that's just you and me, and it counts like one of them twice. Because really, like, I'll post the episode and it'll be like, two people listen, and I'm like, there's no fucking way that happens. Um, and then it'll say, like, three people listen. So maybe you're not even listening. It's just me listening and getting that number up to three. But nobody's listening anymore. Well, I've got to Anyway, maybe maybe it'll turn around. Um, I, what was they saying? Oh. We, but we did get a good viewers, viewership for that Royal Rumble live thing. Did we? Oh, yeah, we had three. No. Three to 16. Nine. I think it was like up to 17 views. Yeah, people thinking we were streaming the real thing. Anyway, let me finish my other thing. What was I just talking about? Because my brain stopped working. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. If you want to know why Jamie Kennedy is no longer a star, look up Jamie Kennedy New Year's Eve. And that will be enough fun for you for like a 30 minutes of Googling. To be like, oh shit, Jamie Kenny is a fucking weirdo, and whoever put together Fox's New Year's Eve show in 2000 or 1999 or whatever it was must have took a lot of coke right before they put it together. Why? Oh, it's a shit show. The whole thing is a shit show, and like, came Jamie Kennedy is like trashed out of his mind. And, like, every celebrity was, like, a celebrity that was, like, infamous for doing something awful. Like, it was like, oh, it's Tila Tequila, who just showed up on the internet in a Nazi helmet and made a porn. Like, you were like, wait, what? It was it was a fucking mess. It's awesome to watch. People have made, like, videos about it that yeah. you can watch and, and watch. I suggest to see a Jamie Kennedy New Year's Eve box. That's all you need to know to find out uh, some interesting stuff. Uh, in that same realm of weird videos, just because my brain's on it, have you ever seen, there's an older video on the internet, like obviously it wasn't on the internet when it was first recorded, it was like recorded maybe in the 70s, but it's a British guy and he's, like, getting arrested outside of a restaurant. And he's like, this is democracy manifest. And then he accuses one of the cops of touching his penis. And he's like, get your hand off my penis. No, have I have not. Have you ever seen this? Oh, no. man, you got to do it. So look up uh, the word Chinese succulent meal. And you're going to hear the greatest thing ever. Uh, it's this guy that was arrested. And he goes on this rant, like, as there's a bunch of cameras outside. And yeah. he's like, I was told I could talk. And the cops are like, we told you no such thing. Get in the car. And he's like, get your hand off my penis. And what? then, and, and then he, he addresses the media and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, this 
his demography manifest. And then they put him in a headlock, and he's like, ah, I see you know your judo well, sir. And then he looks at the guy who's in the car, and he's like, are you waiting to receive my licked penis? Uh, and then he leaves, and he's like, ta-ta, and farewell. And then he gets locked in the car. I gotta watch that. That sounds it's like, amazing. Okay. Anyway, I just did a fun video for it. But I anyway, that guy's hilarious. So I'll save everybody a Wikipedia googling. The reason the man was arrested is that he would go around to restaurants all over England and he would eat a ton of food and order a ton of food with friends and then they'd all just get up and leave. But he was the guy, he's like, I told him I was all pay- I was paying. And so they'd all leave, leave him to pay, but then he'd get up and leave. Wow. And he just did it a ton of times, and they eventually caught him at a Chinese restaurant. And they, like, it was such a big news story, the media showed up. Anyway, it was very funny, and it is one of my favorite clips on the internet. So I gotta watch that. Anyway, uh, before we were talking about that, we were talking about, before we were talking about Jamie Kennedy, what were we talking about? Timothy Oliphant. Oh. Well, anyway, look up him on Conan, too. That's fun. What if the show just becomes me telling people to Google things I've seen on the internet before? Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fun. Uh, um, did you do your taxes yet? No. Why not? Because I'm still missing some paperwork. Remember, I have a house now. Uh, I gotta get the house paperwork. papers. House papers. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, they're supposed anyway, to be yeah, sending I, them. I already requested them. Are you gonna owe or are you gonna get back? I think I might owe. Ah, that's the worst, man. I paid three hundred last year. Really? That's it? Yeah. Ah, that sucks. I get a refund, but that's because I make it so they take out the most money from my check every week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, this is riveting podcast stuff, but I'm sure people at home need to do taxes. Do your taxes before April 15th, or if they move it to June again, I don't know what. Well, I'll tell you why I say, because I do my taxes first. Like, I'm like the first person in. Usually when I've done my taxes... Like, the IRS isn't even, like, accepting them yet. Yeah. Uh, but this year, they were actually accepting it by the time I got my W-2. They and said I got, like, two weeks before. Yeah. But I already got my, uh, I had already got, I already got both refunds. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's what I was asking. I was like, oh, I already got both refunds. That was quick. Yeah, it was super fast. They say the earlier you do it, the more, like, the quicker it gets. I also like to think the less they look at it, because it's like, well, if you came in early, you know what you're doing, you know what I mean? That's the people funny. that come in late that they start to audit. Yeah. Um, but, no, I also just have them take out so much. It's like, you know, it's basic math stuff. Uh, but they take out so much fucking money, and it's ridiculous. Last year alone, they took $10,000 in taxes. 
Really? That's crazy. That's crazy, right? Yeah. And from that, I only got 800 bucks back. Wow. You really think I owe that much in taxes? You think one person deserves to pay fucking nine grand, $9,100 for the services they get each year? Actually, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Don't our taxes pay for cops, fire department, and everything? That's what it is, right? Yeah, that's what they say. I would give a couple of extra. I would let them keep the rest if they were like, hey, when you call 911, uh, it won't be busy. That that would be a win for me. Because 911 is not a joke. Oh, man. Fucking and call 911. You got to do it every fucking day in L.A. Why? What happened now? Because it's a goddamn wild west out here, man. That's what's happening. It's fucking crazy. People are insane. And I don't know how much people would care or you care about the of Los Angeles. But there is a, we got, we elected a new district attorney. And also, by the way, I'm about to go ATM, so don't, uh, Listen for my pin code. Actually, you got to talk about something for a minute because I have to do my my errands as we're still talking. <laughs> you got to do errands right now on the podcast. Yeah, it's called the ride home. You son of a bitch! I'm on my ride home and I got. But I'm at home. Do. Yeah, you're. Every time I've tried to talk to you while you're on the road, you're like, "No, let's do it when I get home," and that's not the point. The only reason I do that is because. My phone sucks through the phone. I mean, yeah, so does mine. That's the whole... That's like literally... So while Jason's at the ATM, let me tell you folks that this week, if you got tickets, you could go see... Well, you could actually go. I know he's going to get pissed about this. I think it was one time, so I don't know if it was over already. I haven't even checked the truth. To the Disneyland Sweethearts Night. Which is a little special event, a three-hour special event at night. You can keep that. You can keep that. <laughs> That's cool. If you, you know what, I'm adopting a different Zen personality. Uh, as I'm through mental breakdowns and rebuildings, I'm gonna say, you know what? If that's what floats your boat, cool. As long as it doesn't affect the intended audience of the park. <laughs> so if well, the intended, an audience, audience, because if the intended audience for that event is adults who want to spend the night and occasionally kids will be a part of it too, awesome. I fully support that. I, if the Disneyland park uh, releases... Um, a baby Yoda uh, character meet, and uh, the line for it is seven hours long, filled with sad adults that don't have anything else. That's that's where it becomes a problem. <laughs> so you're you're fine with going and getting on the rides as long as you make your line, you you wait an hour in your line, get on the ride. As long as you're not a detriment to any other folks in the park. As so, long so, as your so you're saying, actions have no consequences to others' enjoyment, you're absolutely a-okay to go. So you're saying, if I want to buy a special 
Valentine's cake only at this event with sprinkles on it, and there's like a three-hour line because everybody wants one. That's wrong. That's a problem. So they made those cakes for kids and fat adults that are with children. They didn't make them for all the sad Disney adults who are going through some shit and need to get the latest thing to be ahead of, I don't know what the fuck they're going through, but I'll tell you, the fix for it ain't going to Disneyland and waiting three hours for a goddamn cake. I've been trying to go to Disneyland. I I haven't been able to. Straight up, I was so, I was in such a bad place the other day, I almost called you and was like, let's go to Disneyland on Saturday. I straight up was in such a bad way, I was going to tell you that the other day. And what happened? Oh, I came to my senses. I was like, no, I'd rather actually kill myself than do that. Oh, my God. Like, if it came down to it, like, where I'm so sad that I'm going to go to Disneyland for happiness, that's the day I just got to put the But you can go to Disneyland and fuck around. Yeah, you know what else I can do? Walk around anywhere. Well, I mean, yeah. But I'm saying... You know, I, I I don't I don't condone you paying two hundred and whatever fucking dollars it costs. I mean, I have to see the pass. Well, magic key. If you don't see me, I'm air quoting. I have. I, I couldn't see you. But I wouldn't pay two hundred sixty bucks just to go walk around. But I'm saying, even if you're happy and you just want to go and get on rides, you could go now. I I don't need to, and I don't want to. I'm I'm more financially set to pay the full cost of a magic key than I've ever been in my entire life, and I can't think of a thing I would ed- never, ever, 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 ever spend money on is that. What about an AOC card? No, even that. The amount of experience that I can have for that same amount of money that differs and is unique and isn't just a sad coping mechanism, I'd rather do that. Because there is a movie that came out today called Jackass Forever. And yeah. we need to go see that on either Saturday or whenever. Yeah, Saturday. All right. Saturday we'll the review after the movie. We'll have a review on this channel and on the podcast probably if we shoot one. Sure. Well, here's why I can't do it Friday. Are you ready? Why? Because the ceiling in my bathroom caved in. Oh. So, on Tuesday, I don't know what day it is, to be honest. On some night, uh, Sasha was in the bathroom. She noticed that mold was growing in the bathroom, which happens like once a year. And yeah. Usually the people in the apartment complex, they come out, they paint the walls with the kills, mildew paint. Uh, and it goes away for a year, right? Yeah. Uh, well, this year, I guess whoever is either in charge decided to attack the root cause or uh, got there and realized that it was a much bigger issue. But uh, I basically get a text that says, hey, I didn't realize it, but there's no ceiling in the bathroom anymore, and I need to go to a doctor's appointment, so you need to come home. So I, like, run home expecting that something awful happened. 
It turns out that they're just finally doing the right thing. They're putting in, instead of a normal vent fan, they're straight up putting in a dehumidifier. Oh. So, like, it's like a wall-mounted dehumidifier, and I guess if that works, that works. I mean, cool for me. But I should also mention I live in an apartment that was built in 1922, uh, which means it's on the precipice of its 100th birthday, and the building isn't, and our apartment especially, yeah, isn't isn't built like the way normal homes are built. They're built the way they built homes in the 1900s, which is they basically took like plaster and put it over a bunch of thin boards and like made that the sheetrock. And so when they tore things down, they had to tear down everything and redo the entire walls and bathrooms. So anyway. There's a multiple-day process now of having to put up the board, sand it, paint it, come in. I don't know what the fuck they got to do, but either way, at some point on Friday, I need to go home after I get my vehicle registration at the DMV. So uh, I would normally just be like, oh, the second that's done, I'm driving to your neck of the woods, and we're going to see people get kicked in the balls. Uh, But instead, we're going to do that. Saturday morning. And we could also do it. We could also do another movie called Moonfall. No. Moonfall. I, to be honest, I want to see it. You know, I love disaster movies, especially when you're not in them. Ha 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 joke. But that, you are in one of the greats. The same guy who directed that movie directed The Day After Tomorrow, by the way. I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. So talk about it, you dumb shit. Talk about how you're the fucking actor in one of the biggest disaster movies. In the L.A. scene, in the day after tomorrow, just because Moonfall comes out this Friday, so I'm going to explain it. I'm in a little quick scene as an extra, looking at a building. Featured play. The tornado's coming, and we run out of the scene, and that was it. That's no. All, that's no, all the time I No, did. no. No, you're not doing it justice, and it's not right to do that. How dare you? It Give it a full credit. It was a Give great it movie. Give it a full credit. What you did in that movie was amazing. Here's the scene, people at home. Michael, staring at the Capitol Records building. Couple of friends. Michael's got a camera. He points it up. He sees an impending... Is it a tornado? I thought it was a tidal wave. It's a tornado. I Listen, you're the expert. I figure you know it's a tornado. Tornado comes. Tornado comes and takes off most of the Capitol Records building. Everybody's running. Everybody's booking it. One person standing right there, fucking center screen, still pointing his camera at the building. Who's that motherfucker? His name is Michael Harrington, and he's a goddamn featured extra. Featured extra. With my little brother, who I didn't know. You played, you played like, you had like a, you played with a dumb face, like, what, I gotta run, which is hilarious, and it's amazing, and uh, you should be excited about that. The guy gets out of his car, like, run, what are you doing, run, yeah, exactly, that's what happened, you looked with a stupid face, and you're like, oh, that was amazing, you did your best extra work. Extra work ever there. But now that people know, what are some of your more famous roles? As an extra, 
I would say I was in That's So Raven. Uh, you worked was, in the in the cafe thing, right? In the school, actually. The other school. I was Lester, actually, in that. In that. It was like a little scene. Oh uh, shit! Coming up with, did you make up the name, or did they tell you your name was Lester? They told me my name was Lester. Well, then, motherfucker, that's IMDb credit. My yeah, name is Ad Lester. That is an IMDb credit. What the fuck, huh? Get it on there. You can, you can you can add it, motherfucker. They didn't mention my name when they freaking said the teacher goes, "Well, I gave it a Lester," and I go, "Oh." See now, how many people have been watched? Who grew up watching that so Raven saw the character Lester and was like, God, I want to act. But it was just one episode. So bad. It was the first they, episode. They wanted to cap that actor so bad. And then they went to IMDb and they were like, who the fuck was Lester? And they didn't find it because you didn't link it. Well, That's I your don't fault, man. It says a button on the bottom of IMDb and it says, add your thing. I had to do it for everything because every goddamn credit I ever had on a big thing. Went to some other Jason Brown. Huh. There's like 48 Jason Browns on IMDb, and like 17 of them have shit that I worked on. Funny story like my... about That's a Raven, though. Disney wouldn't cough up the money. I kept saying, yeah. And Fred Savage was like, oh, you can't say that because then we have to pay you more. And then he left. He goes, give me a second. He took off for like at least 10 minutes. I caused that. He took off for 10 minutes. He comes back and goes, look, I'm sorry. I tried to get you some money, but they didn't want to. So, yeah. And I was like, no, no problem, Fred Savage. <laughs> Wonder Years. The original Wonder Years, if you know what I'm saying. But yeah, that <laughs> was cool. What you just said makes it sound like you're super racist. <laughs> Take it back. No, why real? You don't think the real Wonder Years. I said the original. Oh, okay. I'll take that back then. Whatever. The Fine. The original Wonder Years. But then when you said, you know what I mean. Yeah, we get it. The original Wonder Years. That's enough. You don't have to say that you know what we mean. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. Some some kids probably only know this Wonder Years. They don't know there's another one. Correct. I remember it. I remember. You know I who remember else on the Wonder Years? Years? We just saw this Wonder Years, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm pretty sure it's great. Because I like the Wonder Years. I don't know if it's good. I'm just saying. I think it's great. Here's my thing. And I'm not. This is going to be bad. It's, bad. it's a funny joke that I made. That's a bad thing. But, like, don't well, get me wrong. Is. What era did the Wonder Years take place in? The 50s, right? 50s and 60s, I think. Right. So the 50s and 60s. You know who that wasn't a good era for? I don't people, think this takes place people in the... who are black African American. Like I understand that, but I don't think this one takes place in the sixties. Yeah, but it takes no. It takes place in the fifties or sixties, even at the seventies. Listen, what I'm trying to say is, no point has ever been the Wonder Years for African Americans in the United States. No, but I think right. it takes place more like in the eighties. Fine, even then. There's nothing wonderful about those years. It's a constant struggle. Even if it's about that Cosby came out and had people, you know, believing more about the, like, community or understanding them more. Like, even that ain't wonder. Like, that ain't wonderful. 
No. It was, a, it was like bad times. But whereas the Wonder Years was like, hey, even though we had rough times, at least we had each other and our family. I guess that's the same thing, but I don't know. They still had like great times. Like at no point were the Wonder Years surroundings against the people who were in the show. But that's exactly what the case is. I got it. Either way, we don't even need to talk about it because I haven't seen it. It's one I haven't of many seen it either. So I love that takes place. Well, the commercials, I think, it takes place in the 80s. That's what I think. Yeah. But I haven't um, seen it, so. As far as TV shows, we do watch. We briefly touched on Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker. But Peacemaker's great. We won't give anything away because it just came out today. Yeah. But, man. Damn, I want to talk about it. Only Damn, two episodes left. Pretty the good. Book of and was great. The book the book, of well, we didn't. Fin- so I I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I you guys didn't say I don't believe you or nothing. I just don't know that you understood. And I think that recent announcements have made it even more clear. Up until announcing the other day, nobody was really sure if James Gunn was done after. Uh, Guardians 3, right? Yeah. Now, Disney, for a fact, wanted him for more, but he stuck with Warner Brothers. I think once Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out, we're going to find out that James Gunn got the John Favreau deal that I talked about a few weeks ago. From Warner Brothers. From Warner Brothers. Because I think that's why... Right, that's why they announced... Right? Right, but that's why they announced that, you know, Guardians 3 is going to be the last for everybody and, you know, all that stuff and allowing him to close it out and do all those things. Like, so uh, I think it works well. I think that... I think that he's going to get himself a good deal. I think he's going to make... The DC universe, weird and irreverent, and help people guide it into its whole new format. Like I think, I think products, you know, movies like Shazam are already reflective of that weird DC attitude, and the fact that people preferred that over the latest Wonder Woman and even the Batman shit. I think that's very telling, and I think that we'll see more and more of that. That bastard's leaving the WWE to go to AEW. Who? James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, he's leaving. He's leaving. Well, to be honest, the WWE fired him. He came back for the Royal Rumble, <laughs> and then he went to AEW just like Christian did. <laughs> what happens, man? Christian he Royal left, Rumble two weeks later is an AEW. He left PG to go to PG seventeen and MA. <laughs> You're damn right. TVMA. <laughs> By the way, and, uh, we're skipping forward, but uh, CM Punk MJF, what a classic! I don't know how. I don't know what the star rating is on Wrestling Observer for five stars, but I'll say. It deserves all of them. It deserves all the stars that can be given to a match. Talk about great promo, great lead-up, fucking stellar execution. 
talk about two dudes that just went out there and did stuff they knew was going to make the audience pop. Talk about a crowd that just loved the match. Like, nothing so crazy physical happened, but, man, what a great wrestling match. Did you watch? No. You son of a bitch. And it didn't even crack a million viewers this week. Okay. It still produced an amazing wrestling event. That's like saying because GCW, when they did the Hammerstein Ballroom, just because they only had 400 people there or whatever, it wasn't a success. It was huge. It was a gigantic fucking success. Um, anyway, it was really good, man. CM Punk lost, which is awesome. And MJF beat him by cheating. Yeah. And then, and then even though there was cheating, they restarted the match to have it be a clean finish. There was some interference, but no physical interference, just like distractions. And MJF picked up the win, and I think they did it so well. MJF needed to win. CM Punk had nothing to gain from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was everything. It's awesome. It led to them not fighting for another pay-per-view and for many, many weeks and still being able to build their rivalry shortly and and slowly and and keep the fire there. So ultimately, one of them who wins goes for the championship, which is awesome, however long that takes. But I really liked it, and I think they've done something... Uh, that was really good. I think that it was just a move that showed where they've come to and where their audience is, if that makes sense. That does make sense. Anyway. Did I see Raw? No, I did not watch the baby show. I know that many people tuned out after Ronda Rousey put What's-Her-Face Becky Lunch in an armbar and said that she's going to fight Charlotte Flair, and then, uh, which I thought was brilliant. And then I liked that Brock Lesnar did essentially the exact same thing, said he's going to fight Roman Reigns, but he's also going to fight Bobby Lashley because he does whatever the fuck he wants, and he's awesome. He's going to be in the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, and he's going to win, too. And they put, they put, what's his face in there? Um, Austin Theory. Yep. Against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Cause why? Cause why? But I don't think he'll ever get to fight Brock Lesnar. Well, whatever. Bad Bunny deserves a better fucking shot. He eliminated more people from the Rumble than anybody. Yeah, and Bad Bunny got Shane McMahon fired. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I heard things. Fucking guy huh? wants to. Fucking guy wants to cut in front of me, smoking the world's thinnest cigarette. He's not like in any position to get in front of me, and I just I don't know. Anyway, I'm annoyed by people. I moved on from intense anger to annoyment, which is good. I think. I think it's a good place to be. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's better than the the anger one is more difficult. Uh, but speaking of angry, yeah, Brock Lesnar's angry, man. He wants his fucking belt back. 
And it's his. It's not anybody else's. So you think you think it'll be a title for title? I don't think so. I think it'll be unification. That's what I'm saying. But you think Brock Lesnar's going to actually win the elimination, the chamber match? Yes, I think he's going to win the elimination chamber. But he will. I think he's. I think he's going to do something crazy like Austin Theory's in there with him first, and he's going to like throw Austin Theory through everybody's elimination chamber glass to like get them out early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wouldn't that just be awesome? They put in they put in Brock Lesnar first, right? Thing opens up, Brock Lesnar's in there first. He gets somebody Austin Theory, right? Yeah. He he beats the shit out of Austin Theory, leaves them in the middle of the ring down for the count. He goes up to the other chambers, and you know how they're all made with plexiglass? Yeah. He just goes up to them, and he fucking shoves them right in on the people's faces. You know the way they've done that, like where they pop right in? He just comes up, and he fucking nails them with that, and then he goes up to the next one and does it again to where all the elimination chambers are just open all at once, but he's knocked out every fucking person with the plexiglass. That, that I sounds, think would be great. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. But what do you think of um, new attitude? The all happy, oh, I'm happy Brock Lesnar all of a sudden. Well, they made him a, they made him a face. And that's why I say he's going to win. Yeah, but I'm saying he wasn't like this before. He was more, he was always angry. Yeah, because he But now was... he's playing ball. He's like, right, he's like... Because he's got all the money, and he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants, and they're never going to tell him no. So he doesn't give a shit no more. He does. They. He knows that he, that they're, they need him more than he needs them. He understands that, and he's having fun with it. If he didn't want to be here, he wouldn't have came back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's having fun. He's doing exactly what he wanted to. He... I don't know if he wanted to talk or they offered it to him and said, hey, we want you to talk again. But he's always been good. He's, he's done great promos in the past. Yeah, and he's watching his language all of a sudden. Yeah, he's fine. He's doing the right thing. As long as he's presented properly, he's doing the right thing and everybody's happy. Anyway, um, you got like probably two to three more topics left because I have to go to Target. You have to go what? I have to go to Target. Target? Yeah, I gotta go fucking Target, man. What do you gotta go to Target for? Uh, the most boring things ever. Uh, I buy deodorant and toothpaste and toothbrushes from Target. Huh. And I need them. I don't really like need them, but I have such an that like if I don't have them, I feel like I'm running out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's almost like it's like when you put a brand new roll of paper towels out or something, but it was the last one, and you've used a lot, and you're like, oh, I gotta go get more, even though there's a ton of paper towel left. That's like what I'm at at least in my brain, for why I need to go to Target. Uh, it's very interesting. I 
if anybody wants to know, I buy a degree uh, deodorant. Uh, it is very cheap. I buy the two-pack. I don't even know what the scent is, but it's a red uh, label. I find that the red label is the right scent for me. Toothpaste, Crest Pro Health. Uh, I use the paste, not the gel. And then I get Oral-B toothbrushes, but I get the one with the tongue brusher on the backside. Do you want to share any of your deodorant brand purchases? Right Guard Gel, that's it. That's it? No toothpaste recommendations for the people? No. That's no. the one to use. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where I'm heading. And then, I don't know, you know, it's Target. There's always, like, 15 more fucking things that you can buy at Target. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I could get a PlayStation 5 if they got one. I could get, like, a walkie-talkie. I could get AirPods. I could buy a meal. I could, like, get a bag of chips. I could eat a Slim Jim. I could also buy a pair of pants or a belt. Like, literally, the world is your oyster at Target. Target. Because they're not promoting us. You know, I spent, I spend so much money at fucking Target over the years. Like, I don't really even understand. They have a program. I don't know if you use it. Do you use the circle by Target thing where you no. got to put in your phone number? No. They have, like, a rewards program where you put in your phone number. And if you do, you get 1% of everything you pay to the Target yeah. You get 1% back in Target credit if you use their app. Oh, yeah? And somehow, I currently have a $10 credit. What? But that means I've spent a lot of fucking money at Target. Like over 1000 Yeah. How the fuck did I do that? <laughs> the order ain't that much. It's like 6 bucks. <laughs> Anyway, I don't understand how it happened, but it did. And so I still haven't cashed it in. I think the most substantial purchase I made with it was during the pandemic, I bought the Nintendo Switch Lite for Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. Talk about a time where I was real sad. Getting into Animal Crossing was the saddest. Why was that sad? Oh, I never played Animal Crossing, so. You never play Animal Crossing? It's weird. It's not like a game for an adult, but like, I don't know. In during the pandemic, I felt so like on the outside and helpless, like of everything. I felt weird, and everybody was like, "Well, pop culture led everybody to believe that everybody's playing Animal Crossing." So I was like, "Fuck, I need Animal Crossing." And then like, there were no Nintendo Switches in the world, and then my whole job became like find a nintendo switch and then i did i found a nintendo switch and i got animal crossing and then i played it for a good month and then i never have played the nintendo switch ever again that happens that happens man it's like your whole fucking house is fucking it happens <laughs> like that stuff so. You're like, you, there's like an Xbox One in your place that's like never been played. My Xbox One has never been played. It has actually. The PlayStation 5 has never been played. There I you go. It's only been played like once or twice. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I played that shit more than you guys. When you got it, I played the stupid little fucking game with the PlayStation people on it. Yeah, that's the one you played. That's yeah, that was the only person to ever play a fucking game on your PlayStation. And yet you had it day one. Day one, PlayStation 5 came out. You, like, killed an old woman to, like, stand in a line for you. Like, you got it. And then, like, it was just like, eh. And all, meanwhile, everybody else is out here going, God, I wish I had PlayStation 5. What do you say to those people? You don't have to wait in line. It's not worth it. No. I you get it on PlayStation 5 was good. I like it, but I... I wanted to get mad at for it, but I never got around to, and now it's too late because the new one's going to come on in a couple months. Not a couple. Andy, Andy like died. August. Andy died, so you can't play anymore. And, and, and I can't. Nah, I don't talk about football till next week because still. You got to get over it, man. You have to I get will. over it. By Sunday, I should be over it. It'll be fine. Garoppolo's gone. Jimmy yeah. G deserves no, no to get football gone, talk man. This, uh, this week. No football talk this week. Well, Where listen, week? It, was, it was a heart-wrencher for many. The Kansas City Chiefs fans, who were pretty sure they were going, experienced a similar heartache. And uh, the one team that uh, is going to the Super Bowl is the Rams, and I think there's a 100% chance they're going to win. I did, I did see a video today, though, which was funny. Well, we, all us 49er fans are soaking in our impressions of football right now. Devo, Kiddo, uh, two chicks. Uh, who else was that? I saw a couple more people there from the Niners. All right, freaking the – I don't know where the Pro Bowl is at. I think it's in, in Vegas. Yeah. I don't know. If it is in Vegas, but it is. They're at the fucking Pro Bowl having a good ass time, while all us 49er fans are fucking drowning in depression. They're yeah, they're signing don't care. fucking autographs, having fun. You know who's not having fun right there? Uh, Garoppolo. Ooh. Yeah, well, Garoppolo's got problems now. He didn't make he, it to the Pro Bowl. He didn't make it to the Pro Bowl. He never would. <laughs> I, it's 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 hard that you even made it to the fucking conferences, man. <laughs> I mean, really, think about how you played this year. <laughs> I mean, for the record, the Giants did much worse, and apparently were racist now, according to Bill Belichick. I don't really know. Did you see that? No. So there was a coach that uh, was on maybe the short list to get the job for the Giants. And uh, a black coach um, was interviewed for it, and Bill Belichick told him, like, oh, you got the job. Like, I don't know why, but Bill Belichick was like, hey, congrats. And the dude was like, what do you mean? And he's like, the Giants? And he's like, oh, I meet them on Thursday. And then Bill Belichick wrote back later, like, oh, Sorry, I fucked shit up, and they're actually going with the actual guy that is the coach of the Giants now. So, so that guy sued the NFL and the New York Giants because he believes that 
they didn't hire him because he was black. Is it Flores, the guy from Miami? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't know what happened with the Giants. I heard about it, but. Yeah, it happened with the Giants, so. You know what else I I heard about in football, though? I said no football talk, but now we're going to go into it real quick. Well, that's the last thing because we're almost to our hour. Yeah, the last thing real quick. What do you think of the Commanders? Um, it sounds like the group that took over the Redskins. Yep. I mean, it's like, it's like the Redskins are one thing, but the commanders are like the people who came in and took away the land from the Redskins. I didn't even think about it like that. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's a very wise move, but... Uh, and that's what they show. That's cool. I don't think it's. I mean, listen, is it an easy enough name and for that area? Sure. Um, but I think they could have gone to the drawing board, and they should have just paid that guy who owned all the websites. The commanders. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, man. All right. What do you want to say to the people? And what do you want to name the episode? I will name it. And this is only for the podcast version. I will name it the the Commanders of the Royal Rumble Aftermath. Awful, awful name. <laughs> Candy, three word name, man. <laughs> three words. <laughs> what do we call it? Just Google it. Google it. Because there's like a good 15 minutes where I just told people what to Google. So all these people on YouTube, you're watching here. But if you want to hear it again on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it's going to be called Google It on Apple. All right. Well, that wraps it up. You can't follow Dr. Farts on Getter because that was shut down. By the way, how is Dr. Farts blacklisted from Getter? Because he spread COVID misinformation. But the mayor of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti, is out here saying that it's okay that he took pictures without a mask on because he didn't breathe. What kind of I didn't inhale fucking Bill Clinton bullshit is that? <laughs> fucking moron. I didn't breathe, so you didn't get COVID. You fucking idiot. And meanwhile... <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm about to go to Target, and if I wanted to wear glasses so I could read fucking labels, I have to do so in a goddamn smoke screen because my face is shrouded in half of a fucking mask. Wow. Keep going, Eric Garcetti and fucking Gavin Newsom. And then Gavin Newsom, a fucking liar, too. I only took it off to take a picture with Magic Johnson, and when I drank water, meanwhile, he's on the fucking Rams cam, Talking it up with friends, no mask on, like a son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck that asshole. I hate them all. I hate them all. Anyway, I don't know how I got kicked off a getter, and that shit's allowed on real TV. But anyway, that's my thing for the week. Everybody have a good one. We'll do another one of these post jackass. Yes, post jackass. We'll do another one of the podcast. Follow me on Instagram, YouTube. Well, not YouTube yet. Cause that's a different one. Follow me on Instagram. 
uh, Facebook, TikTok at Mikey's Adventures YT, Mikey's Adventures YT, and on YouTube at Mikey's Adventures. And don't forget the Patreon and the GoFundMe. And I the have not Venmo. set that up. And the Venmo. Well, great. I'm glad we went through all that. Have a wonderful one. I'll talk to you soon. I'm going to go shop for deodorant. On the next show. Bye.